Welcome back to the Degenerated Podcast. Week two is in the books. Uh, we had that long week one to start the season, and then and then roll into a normal week last week. So now we're I think we're starting to get a feel for our teams. Uh, a couple of disappointments from draft day have uh, hit the waiver wire, and there's been some good additions uh, from some teams so far. Um, so what we're going to do is get into last week's matchups, and then we'll uh, conduct a little bit of an interview before going into uh, the top performers from last week. So I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome the guests to the Degenerated Podcast. I'm here uh, joined live in studio from the independent, the brand new independent studio. This is the first time podcast done from my apartment. Uh, I'd like to welcome Cody Peters and David Paris. Welcome, boys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Glad to be in studio. Yes. The studio's looking great. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, the place looks amazing, right? Thanks, nice. man. Th- yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, it's sort of coming together a little bit. Um, so, yeah, what, I thought we would go through... Um, well, first of all, how, how are you guys doing today? You know, let's say hi first before jumping in. Uh, awesome, man. We were uh, chatting a little bit before we jumped on. Election day today, so... Oh, election day, yeah. Did you guys uh, make it to the polling stations? I just got back, yeah. Oh, you did, huh? Yeah. And Cody... Well, casted. Yeah, I did as well. I yeah. did as well. We did our civic duty. Yeah. Exercise our democratic right that our grandparents fought so bravely for. <laughs> yeah. Without, you know? Uh, without, uh, without going too deep into it, it was. Uh, I really had to hold my nose to vote this year. I know. Well, Dave, you obviously voted NDP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite close. You don't know. PPC. <laughs> yeah. PPC. You're keeping that one close to the vest. We know you're a big union guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually... I had a funny one. I woke up early, but it, the polling station is just right here on uh, at the Ukrainian church, just two blocks from the apartment here. And I uh, checked it out, got my voting card. I, I was ready to go. So I did it at like 8.30 before work. It was pretty painless, but pouring rain, right? So, so walk out there, walk back. And then um, Chelsea starts looking up her... her uh, She's like, I don't know if I can vote because like I haven't changed my address to this one, and I was like, okay, well, whatever, you don't, you don't vote, <laughs> you know, that's okay, yeah, <laughs> not the end of the world. <laughs> um, but then she's like, yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm just looking here. Um, if you vouch for me, apparently I can do it. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you got to like come with me. You show them your address, and then uh, and then we go in and I can vote. I'm like. Are you sure? Like, <laughs> it sounds fishy. And plus, it's like another. Then I'm going back to the polling station for the second time in one day. Yeah. So, uh, lo and behold, I did. Uh, we went in there, and I had to. Uh, the guy was so excited. It was like such a like these election volunteers. Yeah. They're kind of weird people. <laughs> in general, they're sort of strange. Or they are. They were there. They were at that one. Maybe they're not everywhere. But. Uh, they, they were there, and then it was the same guy that I went to, and he's like, "Oh, you again?" And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, my uh, my girlfriend here needs me to vote for." Her. He's like, "I get to do the oath?" I'm like, "Huh?" He's like, "You guys both have to take an oath," and he was super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh boy!" I'm like, "Oh, dear diary, you're gonna have a good entry tonight." He's like, "I call it a journal. It's more masculine." I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. And then, and then, so he goes through this whole like oath thing, like, do you swear the blah 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 blah, and then it ends with 
it was seeing a picture of the queen. Almost. <laughs> no, it was worse. It was, it was something about like, and any uh, untruths could result in a penalty of upwards of $50,000. And at that point, I'm like, am I on the hook for that? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wait, do we split the 50000 into 25000 Anyway, so, yeah that, that, yeah, that was my voting day. Um, let's hop into last week's matchups here. Sure. Um, okay. First up, we got Stackin' Chips versus Chef Boy RD. Uh, Josh Mammon versus Kevin Dufa. Uh, Stackin' Chips takes down Kevin Dufa, 7-3. to three. Um, Now, it was a close matchup overall. Uh, Dufa had some good goalie stats and, and, and took those. Uh, but Mammon just narrowly eked out Dufa in assists. He had one, he had one more assist and had, had one more shot on goal than Dufa. So if you think about it, and those categories get swapped, then it's a 5-5 draw. But um, yeah, a nice little win for, for stacking chips over Dufaloof. Yeah, to get into uh, some of what Dufa had this week, uh, John Carlson, what a week. Holy cow. So seven apples, one gold, currently the second-ranked player in fantasy. Unreal. After the number one-ranked player, which is, of course, his player, Connor McDavid. Oh, my God. Who went off for five points, and uh, those were actually five points in, in one game. That's insane. He was shut out the following two games, but still managed to uh, put up five points on the week on the, uh, on the one game. So... Impressive stuff. Wow. Some some uh, big stats from his big boys. Yep. And switching gears, looking over at uh, what Mamola put up this week. Yeah, what Bamman have? Looked like it was a really well-rounded effort, actually. His uh, his leading producer, surprise, surprise, was uh, Ellis off Nashville with six assists. Wow. <clears throat> Ryan Ellis was his best player? Ryan Ellis oh was God. his best player. Outside of that, his boy Kuznetsov, uh, back from his uh, cocaine suspension, put up... Uh, <laughs> yep. Put up four points. He's a little tired after all that cocaine. Well, I think he was tired from not doing cocaine. <laughs> what do you think he would do on that suspension? You know, okay. probably. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I got a couple weeks off here. Um, but yeah, it was it, despite a seven-three win, it was by the narrowest of margins. Yeah, it actually was a close one. Beat him out by one shot on goal, to a one fourteen, one thirteen. So something was nailed by the right through to the end. And I know Dufa on the Sunday was watching closely the uh, the Oilers game. With Neil McKinnon or Neil and McDavid getting shut out at the uh, to end the week there, and him losing by just one assist there as well. That was a good game. That zero zero oh, Oiler uh, Winnipeg game. Do you guys watch it? Oh, yes. Overtime is insane. Yeah, I watched the OT. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, the uh, some NHL guy put up a tweet saying that was the most exciting zero zero hockey game he's ever seen or something like that. Yeah, so. makes sense. Um, but yeah, so so the win from Stack of Chips uh, vaults. Josh Bamman up to third place and pushes KD down after he beat me in week one, down to fifth place for him. Um, okay. Next up, we have Benny and the Jets. Michael Clark takes on Josh Nielsen. The price is right. And Josh Nielsen lays the smackdown. Wow. Overall, 10 to 1. Um, the strength of Josh's team um, was goaltending. Uh, we'll get into a little more details on that in a second, but but yeah, he took wins, goals against average, and uh, save percentage, one sixty five GAA, nine forty one save percentage, five wins and a shutout, just demolished that. Um, in the offensive categories, um, Clarkie just just nipped Nielsen in goals, but it was actually a lot closer than 
than you'd think, similar to the last matchup, even though a 10-1 score. Uh, Josh, he just nipped Clarkey in points by one. Uh, just nipped him in power play points. Only had six more shots on net. So maybe not quite as reflective, but still, wins are wins. And uh, Joshy takes down um, Clarkey, 10-1. to 1. What do you think, Code? Anything jump out at you? Those goalie stats, like... I know, right? I, like, I didn't, like, are these... Are these accurate? Like, I've never seen goalie stats like these. <laughs> For a week? That's impressive. Like, five wins, 1.65 GAA, a shutout, and a 941 save percentage. Like, And across the board. Wow. He had Lehner had a win, Crawford had one, Price had one, Demko <laughs> has a couple. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, a group effort as well from his goalies. Um, Clark Barr, what, what do you, any thoughts on Clark you've seen there? Anybody jump out of you? Well, Quick had that one big win. <laughs> he did. Right? The, tra- yeah. the trade's working out well for him. He did have a uh, good win. The uh, line A for a Quick trade. <laughs> yeah. Um, Didn't win him any categories. Outside of that, obviously McKinnon. I think I just saw a stat that he is the, they keep the weirdest stats in hockey, the fifth player all time to score in his first nine games two years in a row. I heard that today, too. Yeah. I didn't hear the fifth all-time, but I heard they did it oh, twice. Yeah. And it how do they, they, like, they figure out the shit, right? <laughs> oh, is it number five? Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, whatever you do to get yeah. next year. <laughs> but I but I guess the, the point is, is the, uh, you know, some guys come out of the gate a little slow. Some guys don't. So that's always nice for to... Uh, for for Clarkie and whoever owns McKinnon out there around the world uh, to have that sort of production. Absolutely. The other the other noteworthy thing here is with the ten to one win, mm-hmm. Clarkie slides to twelve, and yes. Nielsen slides to first. Yes, that's true. So that uh, that really separates the pack there between those two. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, yep. Jo- uh, Joshy sits in first place, and Clarkie sits in last. Next up. We have Degeneration Spetch versus Husima Little Dumba. Yeah. Uh, is that was he a, last week? I think when, he, when he took on De- I, Degeneration. I'm not sure, but Hughes seems a little Hughes seem a little dumba. I think he's talking about Hughes. Oh yeah. He's oh, talking yeah. about Hughes that. guys oh, seem yeah. a little dumba. And he incorporates two names in there and insults you both. He Good job, is Graham. Unbelievable. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Shakespeare's done that. <laughs> no. he, he's basically the modern day Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, so in this matchup, Grammy takes down Burke and Derek six to three. Uh, Graham um, really relied heavily on his goaltending. Uh, he ha- handily taking the, the goals against average, save percentage, and, and, and shutouts. They tied wins. Uh, and then they sawed off the offensive categories, three apiece and, and uh, tied assists and shots on goal. What a close matchup. Yeah, I could see that going down to the Sunday and watching closely. <clears throat> just just, just ridic- begging for one more shot or one you know, one adjustment or whatever it is after the fact. That's yeah. a, that, that could have been a spot where it would have made a lot of sense to potentially add a, a guy on Sunday that could get you, well, one assist and one shot Yeah, get, gives you two categories there. And or Pims. And, and yeah, one penalty uh, they lost by and two power play points. So yeah. um, so a very close uh, matchup. A lot of close matchups this week offensively. Uh, but regardless, Graham takes them down 6-3. Um, any player news that jumps out at you there, guys? Um, 
while having a look, it looks like it's it's a very balanced attack coming from uh, from G Ram's team. Um, yep. With the one player that was kind of jumping out being uh, Ranton and having having yeah. five points, mm-hmm. but uh, beyond that, no one uh, no one jumped over three. So a really broad based um, effort from uh, from his team. It looks like this week. Speaking of Rantanen, Cody, you had some breaking news of, of, about oh. him just before we started this podcast. Yeah, I got a little uh, notification saying that uh, he was. Helped off the ice with a uh, lower body injury Ooh. from an awkward-looking fall. Here we go. Hey. Rant, Rant appears to suffer serious. These are my words. Serious leg injury. I. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like those awkward falls. Sometimes, like, if you see a guy, it just takes like a super big hit. They're told they're they're usually fine, but like if it's like the weird, funky ones yeah. that are like they're off balance and the edge gets caught. And then those are the ones that can cause the well, major perfect injuries. example of that was the, in the same day, I think, when Hall went down. Oh, yeah. And Malkin. Yes. I think we were messaging. Yeah. I said, oh, Hall, Hall, I think Hall's got a concussion. That looked rough. Yeah. Mal- Malkin will be all right. It, it didn't look that bad. And it was opposite. It was the opposite. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Although, uh, yeah, Malkin's back skating. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I heard that today. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, Randon, you know, we wish him the best after this week. Right. right. Yes. Of course. Get through the week. Yeah. Obviously. Feel free to take the the week off though and rest up. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Our odds just went up. Cody and Dave were obviously playing Grammy this week. Uh, for Burke uh, and Mor- Derek. Morgan Riley again, standout. Morgan Riley. Yeah. yeah. Six Dirt. points from the blue line. The most points from anyone on the team and most shots. Thirteen. So. Uh, yeah. So interestingly, they draft. They kept Riley, and then they drafted Tyson Berry. Sort of like a handcuff, but the second defenseman in Montreal, mm. or I'm sorry, Toronto. Uh, handcuffing the blue line. Yeah, yeah handcuffing the blue line. Well, Tyson Berry this week, zero goals, zero, zero assists, zero points, mm. and a minus two. Oof. So, uh, yeah, not so not who's so their, much from, who's their first from overall Tyson Berry. Is it Meyer? Uh, Meyer and Hurdle, they went back to back. They took the shark Got combination. It. So two points, uh, two goals, two assists for Hurdle, and one goal for Meyer. For Meyer, yeah. Hurdle's starting to come around for Meyer them as well. Meyer at 290 right now. Hurdle at 197. There you go. There you go. Okay. Um, so with the with that win, um, Grammy won, and uh, he pops up to ninth place and pushes Burke and Derek down below him to 10th. Um, next up, we'll do Mr. Saturday Night, Jay Elliott. He was in first place, took on Simon. And I swear <coughs> I remember this matchup, Jay winning. He was winning at 8-4, to four, but it ended 6-6, six to six, uh, a tie. Um, Jay oh. takes, uh, yeah, he had, he had a lot of goals, crushed uh, Simon in goals, nips him in points, and absolutely dominated in shots on net. Shooter of the week uh, goes to Jay Elliott with 153 shots on that. Holy cow. Uh, at goaltending was very tight. Wow. S- uh, Simon edged him by one win, 6-5. to five. Jay edged Simon uh, by .02 for the goals against average, 277 to 275. And Simon took save percentage. Jay takes a shutout. So, wow. again, a very close matchup overall. Uh, and ended and in, in, in an eventual tie. Um, players that, that jumped out for you guys. Anything? Well, A opening up uh, 21 shots of Etchkin. Uh, just massive. And, and leading the charge for Jay again with five uh, 
with five points this week, two goals, three assists. Mm-hmm. Um, really, uh, really coming through. And then, obviously, followed up by, I didn't think J.T. Uh, Miller was going to be such a hit in Vancouver. Uh, coming through with 16 shots as well, three goals for him. He's played on that top line, isn't he? With, yeah. With Besser and, and Pedersen now? Yeah, currently yeah. ranked 56. Um, playing really well. And then, obviously, their goalies this week, between not just Jay, but, but both goalies, putting up some massive numbers. So, Jay putting up five wins, which is obviously a, a massive number, but losing despite putting up the five wins. Mm-hmm. And Jay narrowly winning goals against, narrowly losing save percentage. We played Jay the week before, and he beat us, I think, by point one in goals against yeah. and point so one in save percentage. So really that is just devastating. Came down to the last shot of the last night, oh. and um, it looked like uh, looks like this time he eked out uh, eked out Simon again there. Yeah. So Jay falls from first place down to second, uh, and Simon uh, moves to eighth overall. Um, I think we got into Simon's players. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah touch on Simon's guys. Mar- Marner, Marner's earning his money, it looks like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Five points. Looking Nine good. He's looking pretty good. Also, that, that whole Colorado team is looking very strong. So locking up those those two goalies in, yeah. in Colorado, I think, might be quite nice for Simon the rest of the year. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Eight, 82 starts out of Colorado. What are it's, they, 7-0-1 or something? I think they haven't lost right yet. 8-0-1? 8-0-1 or 7 0 I think they're losing today to St. Louis, but um, yeah, undefeated so far uh, up until today. Um, anything else for him? Well, just looking at Johnny Goudreau, only one assist on the week is a bit of a... That's a bit of a disappointment. Johnny Hockey. is a bit of a surprise, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm sure he will rebound. He is a talented, uh, talented kid. Talented little guy. Yeah. All right. Um... Next up, my matchup, uh, Raising Kane versus Lanny Sleeps Tonight. So talk to us about the week, Mike. Walk, um, walk us through the week. Well, first of all, it was a big, big, mo- monumentous change for me. I changed my team name. Yes. The Mulkamaniacs yes. has been... You've been mulking up for years. I know. I know. There was a, a bulking up. I see what you did there. That was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was... Um, Talk to us about the inspiration for, for the name change. For that change. Well, like Cody mentioned before, Malkin getting hurt was just devastating. And I was so pumped for him to have a comeback season. He was like saying he was going to have a comeback here, posting all these photos of himself on the beach, all ripped and jacked. and <laughs> Not, not working out, just on the beach. <laughs> no, just on the beach. Like, yeah, with a pina colada. <laughs> Building sandcastles. <laughs> I'm ready for next season. <laughs> Turns the bucket over perfectly. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, and then uh, and then he scored in his first game, and I was pretty excited. I was like, "All right, here we go. This is going to be good." And then he has that awkward injury. And at first glance, uh, I, I mentioned before that he's skating again, but they thought he'd be out a month, six weeks. Who knows? Who knows at that point? So I slapped him on my IR, and it was a little depressing. And then. Right around that same time, I'm playing uh, Line of Sleeps Tonight, uh, Corey and Tony, mm-hmm. and Evander Kane was just having a monster of a game. Yeah. He scored three goals in the first period. I remember that one. It was against Carolina. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was it, it was scary. It was scary. And then uh, we know that, that Kane had come back like after the suspension. So he's been productive. And then also I remembered... I really like this John Lithgow movie from the ni- from the early '90s called Raising Cain. Yeah, it's it's, it's quite good. 
Um, and it's also like an idiom for like, uh, I don't know, causing a, a, a ruckus or like a disturbance or... Yeah, the cane does that. Raising cane. And there's also a Bible reference. I'm not sure exactly. The Cain, there's Cain and Abel. Yes. And I think that they're both sons of Adam and Eve. I don't know. My cane knowledge stops at WWF. <laughs> <laughs> that was I Undertaker's think, brother. Under, oh, Undertaker's brother. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, it's in the Bible. The chapter on WWF. Um, yeah, I think Cain killed his brother Abel. So, yeah, that's the nicest guy. guy. Anyway, but I also really like the picture of, of Evander Cain. With the I was just going to say, I like the name, but... Really like the picture. Oh god! Anytime you can just grab a lot of money and pretend it's a cell phone, <laughs> you know, you, you gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> With Las Vegas in the background. Yeah. So uh, that's the that started the name change. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go with uh, the bread man. Ooh, as a as a name. Oh, uh, do you know what? I pasta did, is kind God. of the first star of your franchise. Well, I've got the bread man and I've got pasta. pasta. I was gonna say carbs are the enemy. Yeah. But that, that could have been one. Or sorry, pasta rather, not bread man. As as well, pasta and bread. Yeah. I'm, right? I'm all over the place. Yeah, carbohydrates are in both though. Yeah. I'm just gonna change it again right now. <laughs> no, we'll keep it raising cane for a while, but I had a really good week. Um Poor Corey and Tony ran into to. Uh, well, let me talk about your week. Okay, you yeah, to, you yeah to, you please, your please, please. You I mean, go for it. Mike, Mike, Mike blew out of the water this week. Uh, Forty-two points altogether, uh, tied for the league lead in uh, goals with nineteen. Twenty-three apples this year or this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, six goalie wins, a two goals against average, seven point three seven. Uh, sorry, nine point three seven. Save percentage. You know, you know where I'm going. Yep. Um, only categories that you surrendered over the week are plus minus and pims, which you know. Yeah. Plus minus is a little surprising with stats like that. I know. I know. So I, I had a lot of power play points. Yeah. But uh, it was it came, it came down to to the Sunday. I was up in plus minus, and it was uh, I had Debrinkat and Taves. They were both dash three in Washington. Yeah. And then also Capocaco uh, was minus two as well in, in New York. So, so you lost plus minus on Sunday. Yeah. Wow. I think I had a minus eight overall. And then, so that just swung that one. Wow. But, um, you know, you can't complain too much about a 9-2 victory, right? Yeah. Interestingly for your team, a couple things. Mm. One, your goalies were all 2.0 pretty much. Yeah. Anderson 2.0. Oh, yeah. Ranta 2.0. <laughs> Uh, Kemper 2.01 and Grice 1.98. Yeah, so very consistent. Real consistent there. And then obviously the big stat that jumps out. And I know we're not getting to player of the week yet. Mm-hmm. But um, you think there might be a, a, a candidate? Pasta with seven goals and two assists. I saw over that Anaheim game where I think he scored all three goals for, uh, or at least a natural hat trick for, for Boston where they took out uh, where they took out the Ducks. Yeah, he had four in one game. That's right. It was four. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. That's okay. Um, but yeah, still let it happen again. Masses <laughs> and, and then King coming through, like you mentioned earlier on, with the uh, with the three goals where he beat up on uh, on Carolina that game. So yeah, some phenomenal stats uh, for you over the course of the week. Thanks, guys. You guys were were uh, Cody. Why don't you take a look at um, Corey and Tony there? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, you know, Tarasenko jumps out, two yep. goals, one assist oh. for three points, 13 oh. shots. The newly acquired Tarasenko. That's right. That's right. Thanks very much, Graham. Um, yeah, they, they, they were really no threat all week. There was not that much other. 
No. They didn't have any player with more than three points. Would you dare to say that the lion was sleeping? Oh, the lion was <laughs> sleeping tonight. They were, they were really. Lion A was sleeping. They were really in their theme song last night. Yeah, Lion A one assist, just one Forsberg, measly one assist. My dash two. Oh, this is ugly. Yep. The best thing, the best looking thing about this team, when I scroll through right now and have a look, is really Carlson's Wild hair. Wild Bill. Wild Bill's hair is. Wild Bill's hair is the number one best part Maybe of that 45th. team. Fifth. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that uh, 9-2 victory. Dufa beat me 9-3 in the first week. So Where do you move up to? Th- th- this moves me up to 6th, um, right in the middle, and just, just ahead of uh, Tony and Corey, who had a very good week one. So so that so that drops them down to 500. They're in 7th place. Um, now, finally, Whoa. let's look at your guys' matchup from last week. Um, who'd you guys play? We took on Give Me Some Mantha. Oh, Give Me Some Mantha. First of all, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Cam and Smoles, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. Give Me Some Mantha. I don't. I I know Mantha. I don't. I don't get it beyond that. I don't know. I just said Give Me Samantha. Is, Sa- is it Samantha? Is it the female name Samantha? Give Me Samantha. Samantha. Sinking. But then, what does that mean? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe Smoles is into. A woman, a girl, maybe, Samantha. maybe, maybe um, no. or give me some man, man. I don't know. I also chirped. I also <laughs> chirped the Mantha um, selection during the um, during that podcast with Derek, and then uh, Mantha went on to have a four goal game. So maybe that was a little like. Well, I think at one it. point he was ranked first overall. He's fifth right now. So fifth he's though. still in the mix. So they're still liking him. Okay. Although he's put up in the last. Six games, three assists, or sorry, two goals, or two assists and one goal. Two assists, one goal. Yeah, so he's Let's... probably dropping from fifth. So you guys uh, you guys had a pretty close week all week, uh, and then you got your shutout from, from Mr. Connor Hellybuck last night in that uh, game that we talked about, that, that 0-0 game against the Oilers, yeah. uh, to give you a narrow victory, 6-5. to five. Um, yeah, you crushed goals, 19 goals to five measly ones for the other guys. Uh, they, they nipped you an assist, but you took points. Uh, they took plus minus, but you guys had PIMS, power play points and game winning goals and shots on net quite handily. You had all four of those really in the bag. Um, your goaltending stats, maybe you guys can talk about your goal. You guys were in trouble. Uh, this week with your goaltending. I mean, you've only yeah. got three to start, and then one of your goalies decided to take the week off. Yeah, we ran into trouble on, uh, I don't even know if it was Sunday, before the week even started. Uh, Markstrom uh, leaving, leaving the team for personal reasons, and yeah. you know we've we've uh, elected not to disclose any additional information mm. on that from, from the franchise at this point. It's considerate of you. Yeah, and then, uh, so, you know, when you're, when you're relying on Schneids and... Uh, yeah. Hellebeck and Schneid steps in on Monday, and uh, you're up four-one, and you're feeling pretty good about your chances. And then he surrenders five unanswered to uh, surrender a six-four loss. Right. Um, at that point, we gave up on goaltending. That was uh, Monday afternoon, and that was it. That was, that was the four o'clock <laughs> game on Monday. Four o'clock Monday, you're done. For, <laughs> yeah. Ah, let's just punt these for the week. Yeah, I was like, should we bother picking up another goalie? No, let's just punt on goalie. You did get your starts, though. I thought you were not going to get your starts. Well, we didn't think we were either. No, I. Th- yeah, we were. That was up in the air. Then I think when we checked on Sunday, we were going to be pretty good with getting four. But it was, 
But you needed the four to get the tie for the shutout. So our four start got us the shutout. It did. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And Cody brought up a good point about our shutout. Yeah, what about... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, congrats on the shutout, guys. Yeah, because I don't think we had a shutout last year that was uh, registered. Uh, we did have one that was on the bench, and I think that was the only shutout we had all season. So that's uh, that's I laughed my ass. That's hard to do, right? Like no Zero. shutouts all, all year. year, all year. At best, wow. at best <laughs> wow. we tied that category every week. Like yeah, at zero zero. Yeah. Yes, that's uh, that, that's that, amazing. That was our year last year. That's your year. Well, yeah. since since I signed on as co GM, yeah, I don't think we've had good goaltending. No. I don't. I don't know what like what it was. I think you gave a stat where we finished first in the league. Uh-huh. But our goaltending was dead last. Yeah, somehow that that season that you won that league. Yeah, yeah you won primarily. But I mean, you traded one of your best players, Matthews, for Hellybuck to try to shore up your goaltending. Yeah, didn't seem to work. No, last year, <laughs> last year was a challenge. Um, that's I okay. Think when you draft Schneider first round, uh, and he gets doesn't win a game for your franchise, right? You're you're treading water the whole time. Yeah. Um. So speaking of, this sort of leads in now that we're sort of finished with last week's matchups there. Oh well, I know I should say uh, with that six-five victory that moves you guys out of the basement. Yeah. Con- congratulations. Uh, up to eleventh, and it bumps. Um, Sorry, who who'd you play? Smol- uh, Clarky slid slid down behind us. No, small. Yeah, Clarky slid behind you. Smalls and Cam. They are now fourth overall. Um, so, yeah. So, speaking of last year, yeah, you, Cody, you guys had a, a rough one, you could say. Uh, you finished in last place. Um, what, yeah, like, could just in generalities, what would you attest your poor performance last year to? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I don't think. I don't think we started off with the draft very well from the beginning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pass out? Dave, Dave, Dave took a nap. It started at the draft. Started at the draft. Okay. Dave took a nap. Uh-huh. And then, uh, yeah, he left me in control. And I, I, I think I could have done better. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't okay. It wasn't the best year. But, uh, yeah. we, well, it, well, we I still, can, I, Yeah, there's two narratives here to the, to the season. Go ahead, Cody. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, so then, yeah. We didn't draft. The best, and the season went on, and right. then the season ended. We were in last place, and then what happened after that, Dave? We rallied. We rallied. We made the most out of it. So we looked yes. at it and said, uh-huh. what's, what's the optimal outcome here? We finished last, maximized our draft pick. For the first time ever, round out the trophy case with the toilet bowl trophy, which oh, we, we, okay. never, we never had. Okay. And so, you know, people say you finished last, but let me ask you this. Who won, who won the regular season? Last year? Yeah. I don't remember. Smalls and Smalls and Cam. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, no, Smalls and Cam won the. They won the the championship. They, yeah, they won. Yeah. Oh, sorry, they won yeah. the championship. Yeah, that's what I meant. Right, I but people. But, sorry, I I did say yeah. the season. But yeah. my point is that people remember who wins the championship. Right. So you know, if by the same token, okay, we kind of finished top of the toilet bowl. So we seven. should remember that. Yeah. So you're basically, as opposed to last place. You're basically the second most memorable team of well, last. We're the, we're the only other franchise that didn't lose our last game of the year. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's right. Everyone else lost on a, on a losing note. <clears throat> yes. Except for uh, Cam and Smalls and, and Cody and I. Well, the, I like how you just made love so there. So that's one way of splicing it. The yeah. other is we had a really shitty year. Um, we uh-huh. drafted poorly. We drafted goalies that I think we had, we drafted um, Schneider, Masaryk, who I think we ended up dropping at some point. Or no, we drafted Howard, who lost the starting job to Masaryk. 
yeah. Schneider, who mm-hmm. didn't win a game for yeah. us. We kept, I think, Crawford, uh, who was um, no, actually, no, we kept, no, we, we, you're right, we kept uh, Darling. No, we, oh. keep, we, yes, only kept, we, we only kept one goal, then. dude. We kept Darling, oh, and he was fucking terrible. Anyways, we had goaltending issues from yeah. the start. We had player issues, and honestly, I watched more hockey on week two this year than I watched all of last season. So, well, okay, so. Um, now, sort of speaking about the draft here, uh, Kevin Dufa ha- has a trade from, the, or I'm sorry, a question from the mailbag. Woo! We're just opening up the envelope. Can't wait. And, uh, all right, Dufa asks, uh, it's for you, Dave. Um, with Cody not being able to be at the draft, did you guys strategize prior to prepare um, so you'd be able to handle the draft okay without your partner? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Cody was instrumental. In, you guys had a sit down before. Oh yeah, we had a sit down. He was feeding me information from his honeymoon. Cody was off on his honeymoon during yeah. that, during draft period. So I don't think Tara took too kindly to uh, the prep that we were doing while Cody was supposed to be, you know, enjoying his romantic <laughs> uh, his romantic soiree across Europe. And, it's and, kind of tough too when like you're on a honeymoon because it's only it's only the two of you. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. like, like, do you wait till she goes to the bathroom to send the texts, or what do you do? Like, what's the strategy there, where you to, to to contact Dave? Pretend I'm sleeping. <laughs> and, then, and then I just give her a nice little, like, uh, a nice little cuddle. Uh huh. And then, uh, yeah, and cuddle just, and run. Yeah. Uh, I forget, I forget if it's from Seinfeld or Friends, where you like snuggle her, and then you roll, and then you peel off. Right. And, and then, then it and then it frees up your. She's sleeping, and then I sneak so out. So basically, the cuddle and roll was our draft. The cuddle and roll, pretend to sleep for a bit, and then, and also you guys had to deal with the time difference and the time change and stuff too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, that's a good good answer for for, for Doofus' question. And, this, and and yeah. and Dave made me promise uh-huh. he was going to stay awake and alert the entire draft. Oh. Okay. And, and an awake and alert Dave. Is, well, you didn't. You've never had that. Before. I've never had that. <laughs> well, like I said, one other thing about that: it's harder to sleep with a piss bag. It's <laughs> way harder when you're carrying around a suitcase full of pee. It's 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 a lot more challenging. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> and you these circumstances got to be right for you to fall asleep. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, okay, then uh, another question from the mailbag. This one from Burke. It's for you, Cody. Um, speaking of the draft, what did you think of the team that Dave drafted? Uh, do you have any favorite picks or least favorite picks from that group? Ooh, that's a good question. This could, this could cause a little bit of conflict here. God, Dave is just... Let's hear it, Cody. They're <laughs> all good. Yeah. Um, overall, yeah, I was, I was pretty happy with Dave's draft picks. The draft is interesting because... like. It, so they can go so many different ways, right? Yeah. But um, I like Dave's approach in that, you know, we had a terrible year and he went he went young, fast, in terms mm-hmm. of draft picks. And, you know, there's a, a lot of upside to uh, the players that he drafted. Totally. So, so um, in taking that strategy, I think, yeah, he, he did well. We're in week uh, three here and, you know, it's still early on, but I like the way that our, our team is trending and, yeah. you know, we finished last week strong. And this week's, you know, it's early. Cody, I'm answer the okay. question. Favorite and least favorite. <laughs> I know. It's really, I know. You've been really. watching too much of this political. Uh, <laughs> it's like I know it's election day. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, anything you really like? I wasn't. I wasn't big on on Dumbach. 
Okay, yeah, Dumba. He was a dumb pick. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I wasn't big on... I got a great eight that one from uh, DB. Oh, yeah, DB yeah, liked my favorite pick. DB liked He's, it. I think we'd had him in the past a couple of times, and, and, he, and he, we picked him up and dropped him. He never really panned out. He's been bad this year. There was one pick that I liked. Fun fact quickly on Dumba is yeah. that he's currently leading the NHL in one category, which is... Minus? Plus, minus. minus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Minus nine? Or yeah. Something? yeah. So, anyways, we're dropping him tomorrow as soon as uh, 12-1 hits. Oh, okay. So, if anyone up there is uh, in for a, a minus yeah. nine... Defenseman gets a DB a lot of ice time. Yeah, DB. You should try to trade him to, to Derek maybe before yeah, well, da- dangle that carrot out there. Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little harder to trade him after this podcast drops. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get uh, that in there while it's uploading. I'll, I'll, uh, let me just propose something right now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, okay, right. so and favorite pick. Yeah, favorite pick. Sure. Um, and I think I thought he picked him a lot higher than he actually did. Which yeah, TJ Oshie. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. Mike's least favorite pick of mine. I, I had him last year. I didn't like him very much. But I was watching the Capitals game, playing with Backstrom and Ovechkin and that power play. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. I could score. You definitely could. Well, I could get some assists. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, sort of speaking of the draft question of mine, we were in a unique spot, the three of us, because we, we had um, what looked... Uh, between the, the the three of us, we had like eighteen of the twenty one lottery balls or something ridiculous. Yeah. And so it was almost uh, inevitable that one of uh, like one of our teams was going to get the first pick, and likely the other team was going to get the second pick. Um, so I did win the the draft lottery. Yeah, in and, Nashville. Uh, in oh, Nashville, that's right. That's right. We did Nashville. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that too. Yeah, yeah. On, uh, Cody where, Stag. where that pool table was. Yeah, yeah, oh, God, yeah. yeah. That oh, was wow. a fun. <laughs> makes me cringe just a lot. A lot flying back into my head. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I just, I just got a twinge. Wow. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, so I, I debated back and forth, back and forth, who I was going to take. I went into one deep dive, one super deep dive, where I spent like an hour looking at each highlight reel, and I came to the conclusion I was taking Jack Hughes. I was like, from the highlights I've seen, I think he's better. Yeah, I remember. So I remember I'm, I'm taking him. I told you that. I remember having a conversation with you. Yeah. Asking you on Dave's balcony, real early on, and yeah. that's, what, that's what you had said. Yes. So uh, that obviously shifted, and then I think the, the biggest sort of – Turning point for me was the position eligibility. So I took Kako. And also I had this weird fantasy of him potentially playing with Panarin. Yeah. Like, yeah. like over the years. I think that was part of it too. But anyway, so I went with Kako, which left Hughes for you guys. So I guess my question is, did you guys have a preference before? Um, and were you happy with what came your way? Um, did you did you, and were you both in agreement the whole time, Cody? Yeah, I um, my preference would have been Kaka. Okay. Huh. Um, I just thought that he was a little bit more further along in his development. Yeah. He bigger, bigger, more like <laughs> more more of a. Uh, you know, that'll right? uh, Yeah. I don't know what these guys are doing here, but I thought he's more more of a man, basically. I thought he'd come into the league and he'd make more of an impact. Uh-huh. Um, the other thing was 
He looked really good in that tournament in the world. Was it the World Junior Tournament or, yeah. or, or the World Championship? I forget which tournament it was, but I know the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Some nice, yeah. Some nice so, highlight so, real goals. Yeah. So, yeah. And then along with that, um, him playing in New York mm. and along with uh, Panarin, who's one of my favorite players to watch sure. in the NHL. Yeah. Um, Along with, yeah, those two things, he would have been my preference. He would have been your pick. Yeah. And then what about you, David? You wanted Jack Hughes. I no, say. I just kept telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going on Kako, Kako as well. But yeah, I mean, position eligibility. And I think that uh, the NHL, I think it's harder to shoot down guys that are um, shooters than or shut down. Yeah. Guys that are shooters than skaters. And I think he's more of a shooter. Right. Than, than Hughes. I think Hughes is more of a skater. Yeah. And I think that, you know, in, in the NHL now, when you look at guys like on the you know, the, the, the power play with the one guy up high and the two guys on the wing. Yeah. That, like, guys who can play that wing position generate generate more points. And so I thought Kaka was better for, for those reasons. But at the same time, I mean, I saw a stat yesterday or a couple of days ago when he was sporting against the uh, Canucks that he's the second youngest player ever in NHL history to score a goal. Hughes is. Yeah. So oh, he's, he's still closer to 17 than he is to 19. Oh, really? Right? Like, he's on the back, bottom half of 18 years old. Yeah, which is like, I show you when you put things in perspective and you think about like I know, you know, what were we when we graduated from high school? Mm-hmm. My nephew is like 17, 16, 17 years old. He's learning how to drive, right? Like, yeah, he was just playing like in the NHL in a couple of years. How good is that guy going to be? Like all the comparisons were to to Kane or to players of that caliber. Yeah, and I think he's going to. Um, by no means am I disappointed, right? Like, yeah. I, it may take another year for him to develop, but. You know, Cody and I are going with the three goalies for the time being, and we're we're running a large, a long bench, so we can keep them in the, uh, you know, on the bench, let them develop a little bit more. Sure, we'll you don't have them. to play them on Saturdays, for example, if you don't want. You got to rest them. Yeah, you got to rest them, let them develop, let them let them spend that time maturing a little bit more, mm-hmm. and then we'll bring them up into the roster when uh, when it's appropriate, when it's prime time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, so, he scored his first goal, and he's got, and he had his first assist. And a GWG. He he currently has twice as many points as Kako. Uh, yeah. The, the, that could change. Sure, sure, sure. They have three points between the two of them. <laughs> but um, but that's, yeah, well, that's so. kind of the curse though. Getting like the first overall or second overall draft is that like oftentimes, like you know the totally Smolenski drafted Stamkos and he didn't put up any points for the first half of the season. Yeah, and he ended up dropping them. And and then look at the end. I think Anthony picked them up, and and the rest was history there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm happy to hang on to Kako. I knew it was going to be a bit of a sacrifice of a first overall pick or, or early pick. Same with you guys, right? You got to be able to, to put up with that almost all year. Yeah. Right. And then, and then it's for the long, it's a keeper league. Yeah. Right. It's almost nice to have the, in a draft like this with those two players to have the second overall pick. Yeah. So the, why? Cause then you get the. You get one coming back. Well, it's a tough decision. It, it, like it, when it's a coin flip. Yeah, the decision was made easy for us. I'm the one kicking, so I can, so you, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, so I can beat myself up. You guys don't, you're like, hey, you, you had to pick him. We had to pick him, right? Yeah, it doesn't really matter. About and, and you know what, though? I don't think there was a clear, like, number three either. You know, some Not years really. it's like, okay, you've got, like, this rookie hot shot, like, sensation. What yeah. do you draft the established guy? Like, the third guy overall was Kessel. Yeah, that went to uh, G Ram. Yeah, and you know I think Forsberg was more or less the consensus. Forsberg, I think, got probably along. the guy that was was going to go third overall. Yeah, but um, but yeah, man, it's well, it wasn't like a jump out guy. I yeah, agree. There, there wasn't right. So 
Yeah, we'll see how that uh, how how they go. What about um, what about you, Mike? Quickly looking back at your draft here now that we're two with, weeks in, with, or just my draft yeah, in general? Yeah, yeah, good pick, or, bad pick. Um, I well, I really like Zabanajed. I think that was a bit of a reach. <laughs> well, I think you really liked him after the first week. I don't know if you like him uh, as much after, after the, the second first two week. Games. <laughs> well, I'll, there's also a little fun fact that the Rangers, um, the Rangers, the Devils, and the Flyers before tonight's game, they'd only played six games. So they were like, and, and, and there's other teams that have played ten. Yeah. So they're it's a little, it's a little bit deceptive of their numbers of their current numbers on those teams, um, but yeah, I mean I watched that that third period of uh, the Vancouver game. They looked, good. they looked very good, yeah. the, and like Panarin is a fucking wizard out there. Yeah. Uh, and 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 he works really well with advantage. It looked like they were going to score every time they were on the ice. You see that shot? You see they that shot? Blasted top left that. Uh, Markstrom got uh, the one that Markstrom saved or the one that went in. No, the one that Markstrom saved. Oh, okay, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I missed the other one. Yeah, <laughs> no, I saw the one that went in. <laughs> Markstrom played unreal in that third period. period. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun to watch. But uh, yeah, Capo Kaku got a little sniff of uh, PP one in that game, so they're so, so they're trying him out there. Uh, Buchnevich for you guys has been moved off that line. They're trying Kreider up there, um, so I think it's a matter of time before. The, Kako gets a shot up there, but really Kako doesn't look that impressive to me. Like, all, like, like watching that game, well, dude, he doesn't look like, that these good. These guys are eighteen years old, exactly. Yeah, right? I've watched a, a few of the Devils games too. Like, he was like, you know, he skates well, he looks good, but like, he's not like he doesn't stand every, out. He doesn't yeah. stand out. Like, yeah, the game against Vancouver, like, I barely heard his name. Right. It's yeah. funny though, like, because when you think about the year that Line A and Matthews came in, those guys could both produce right out of the gate. L- Matthews scored four goals his first game. Yeah, like I remember us sitting Matthews for a game because he was in a bit of a rut, yeah, and him putting up like was it four, three or four, three or four goals that game that we decided to sit him. Yeah, because he hadn't put up a point in like three or four games, and like you, these guys don't seem to have that that extra gear. No, I don't. That, think so you know what I touched on like the shooters, like shooters yeah. that score, like Line A is a shooter. And Matthews are shooters, right? Matthews and and those shoot. guys, they can, you can be 18 if you can shoot the puck like that. Like Pedersen, like he's a kid, but he can shoot the fucking puck, right? Like totally. Like the half wall. And they have to be there. And these other guys got the dangles, but they need to get, I think, a little bit bigger and a little bit stronger. It'll take a little bit longer for them to develop. Yep. Um, so we talked about your team being in last place this year, and this is a... Turn, uh, no, we're not in last place. Turn we're, last, we're in last year. Last year. Last we're, year. We're in 11th right now. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're currently in 11th. You're on your way up. The wind, the wind, so the so back. I was trying to shift to a positive uh, um, move about your team. And sort of what are the key differences, maybe aside from, from Jack Hughes that, that, that we just discussed, uh, that you think will be the difference makers to get you guys back in the playoffs and back in the hunt? Um, oh, tons. I mean, first and foremost, our goaltending is is a lot better this year. Markstrom, uh, same goalie, but on the Canucks, a team that is uh, markably better when, with, uh, you know, adding Hughes on the blue line and uh, Myers. Myers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, they got a couple horsies back there that can log a lot of ice time. Yeah. Um, and so adding those guys and then up front, guys like Pedersen and, and uh, Besser getting another year under their belt. Uh, we touched earlier on on JT Miller and adding him to the lineup. So mm-hmm. I think that the team as a whole has gotten has gotten a lot better, which makes Markstrom, who's already a stand up goalie, um, uh, a, a lot better. And um, on top of that, Schneider can't be any worse than he was last year for us, right? And uh, Hellebeck, I don't know. We'll see if if they do get Bufflin back. I think that'll be that'll be a um, a boon for our organization as well. Mm-hmm. 
Cody, what do you got? Yeah, I would have went to the goaltending too, just in terms of Markstrom getting a boost with all the offseason moves that the Canucks made. Totally. Bolstering their D, D, um, D parents. Like, I think Clarky or somebody on the chat mentioned they've got like kind of one big shutdown guy with a puck moving defenseman. Yeah. And just watching the Canucks games more so this year than in the past. Them just with the moves that they've done, they're more interesting, kind of more fun to watch. Totally. They look solid. And then as a result of that, Markstrom, I think, yeah, will look better and get a couple. Couple more wins and a little bit of a better save percentage. And I think outside of that, I think we've honestly had the pickup so far of the season with Olafson. Oh yeah, right. So Olafson. Yeah, I think he's put up uh, six or seven goals so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of them have been on the power play. Yeah, the, guy, the guy's a snipe, so he's been awesome for he us. Set an NHL record. Yeah, he's been awesome for us. Um, you know, I know you guys blasted Oshie and they uh, in the draft. Oshie's been awesome for us. Drysaddle's been been really good. He's 16 points for Drysaddle. Uh, McCarr has been he's come as advertised. He picked up another assist tonight. I think he's uh, just below one point a point a game right now. Yeah. Um, Josh Mammon wanted to know how many uh, trade offers you've gotten from Clarky for McCarr. <laughs> Have you gotten any? No, Clarky hasn't been back to the office since the draft yet. So <laughs> I'm sure when he comes in, he'll uh, hasn't resurfaced. Yeah. No, I'm sure when he comes back to the office. I talked to him this morning. Yeah, he was flying to. Uh, he just got off the plane in Toronto, and he was uh, renting a car because he found out he has to get some sort of U.S. visa. And our border agent uh, or our our immigration folks recommended a particular boarding crossing in Ontario as the easiest place to get a U.S. work visa. And so he'd flown to uh, Toronto to drive through this particular border crossing in order to get his uh, work visa into the, into the States. No so, way. Yeah. And ultimately once he got across, he was flying from Buffalo to, uh, to Chicago. So I think that was a uh, Clarky's day. He might be stuck in a border jail at this point for all we know. Oh yeah. He might be. Sure. He's enjoying a nice glass of bread. Checking the, the upstate New York, uh, Pinos. Um, so speaking of, uh, your goaltending. Yeah. Josh Mammon had an interesting question. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to know if you guys consulted the goalie whisperer, John Yelizarov, uh, with your keeping of Markstrom and also your drafting of Corey Schneider. Ooh, I'll let uh, Corey handle that. I got to run to the washroom. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we definitely keep JY in the loop and he keeps us in the loop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he all his information hasn't been accurate, but uh, Jay Wise or Jay Wise, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. hasn't been accurate. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, he doesn't follow it too close. But he does happen to know both those guys. Yeah, he does. Ha- he does know them both, and and we like that. He know he knows both of them. You got to introduce him to Hellebuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we're <laughs> you guys can that, all go out together. We're hoping the next next time Hellebuck comes in town. Ta- Comes into town uh, to play the Canucks. He makes a little uh, visit to the Gramble Room. Yeah, that'd and, be good. And uh, yeah, then it, it's the trifecta. All three of our goalies, their good buddy is JY. Which do you know what uh, JY's Halloween costume is this year? Oh God, I don't. So uh, the last three years, the Canucks have done their their Halloween party at, at the Gramble Room, uh, and so JY thought that it wasn't going to happen again or whatever. Like he hadn't heard. And then he got a call from from Edler and uh, asking if he could do it again. And for JY, it's like a, it's an absolute no brainer because they come in at like eight o'clock, buy the place out, minimum spend, and you know you get to have the, the Canucks and, and and all their wives. 
everyone from the team and all their wives come and, and girlfriends and dress up. So it's quite a it's quite an event. Yeah. But uh, so JY this year, he's bought online. He's bought a Swiss cheese costume. <laughs> And then he's going to put, like, a Markstrom on the back. Oh, God. <laughs> and just, like, oh, just God. troll his buddy Markstrom. I don't like him doing that. It's not good for his confidence. It's pretty funny, though. And then, and then so we were, he was, like, telling me about it. I'm like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. And I was like, wait, but what if, like, the game, the game right before Halloween, he just has a terrible game. Just has a terrible game and, like, gets pulled. And, and there's, like, a goalie controversy. And he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it's all his fault. <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah, I thought you'd like that one. Um, okay, shifting gears out of hockey a little bit. Um, guys, had a lot of things happen in the offseason here in your lives. Uh, Cody, you got married. Congratulations. Thank you. So, uh, so how is it being married? Any different? Uh, no, it's no different. I've had, I've had that question asked a few times. Uh, no, it's not that that big of a difference. Just uh, you know, now I got this ring on my finger, right? And instead of saying, "Yeah, my my, my girlfriend, girlfriend, my girlfriend hates fantasy hockey," now I have to say, "My wife hates fantasy." Do you hockey. ever <laughs> do, do you ever screw that up? Um, do you ever like still call your girlfriend by accident? Well, initially, I actually said girlfriend just because I felt awkward saying wife. Uh huh. For probably the first like I don't know, maybe like two to three weeks. Right. And now I'm just kind of used to it. But yeah. yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't mix with that. Your question. I didn't mix it up, but I purposely defaulted <laughs> back to girlfriend. Back to girlfriend. Which is which I thought uh, was interesting, but then I was chatting with somebody else, and they said it was. They, it was kind of the same thing. They did them. it too? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, and then your honeymoon was in Italy. Yeah. Italy. Right? And and how was that? Italy was amazing. First time there. Flew into Venice. A few nights in Venice. Trained to Ro- or Florence. Loved Florence. Uh, spent three nights there. Then did a few nights in uh, Tuscany at a small winery. Nice. Uh, which was pretty cool. Did some small towns. And then... I hit the train from Siena all the way to Positano. Yeah. Three nights there, which was, I mean, it was awesome. You can't go wrong with Positano. Yeah. And then back up to Rome. Rome was amazing. Quick shout out to Burke, who suggested um, uh, a small private tour for the Coliseum, which we did. Oh, cool. And it was absolutely amazing. You start in kind of the basement where they used to keep the gladiators and the animals, and they take you through all that, bring yeah. you up to this. Uh, the stage, sure. Where they would fight, and then walk Russell Crowe. I know. Yeah. And I, <laughs> Are you not entertained? I, I, want to, I actually want to re, I want to watch that movie again. I bet. After being there, so uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, no more planes. Here, amazing. Uh, okay, I've 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 put together a rapid fire Italy trivia for, uh, oh, for you. Okay. 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 okay it, 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 it's easy. It's just your preference. Okay. okay? Okay, but you got to be quick. Okay, pasta or pizza? Pasta. Um, rigatoni or spaghetti? Spaghetti. Uh, Alfredo sauce or tomato sauce? Tomato sauce. Red wine or white wine? Red wine. Okay. All right. Now although, we know. Although now I, we know. While I was in Italy. <laughs> now we know. While I was in Italy. That's a lot. I can sleep now. <laughs> the sparkling rosé. Ooh, I've got a bottle right there. Oh. Yes, uh, and they brought was, one back for you. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We have to Amazing. Crack that thing here. In the in the while you're on the um, 
the patio or on the beach, a nice sparkling rosé. Sparkling rosé, they're delicious. They are delicious. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah they're, it's my new favorite wine that I found this summer too. Yeah, That's funny, good. yeah. Well, we can maybe crack that after. Uh, Dave, you also had uh, a bit of a life change. Um, you Now, we all know that uh, you, you had a baby. Oh, yeah. Sophia, oh, con Sophia, congratulations. Um, now, before Sophia was born, Brenda was pregnant, people were asking you about, oh, what's it going to be like when the baby comes out? You were quite adamant that people that say like, oh, the baby changes your life so much, it's going to be so hard, you have no idea. You kind of dismissed that and you thought that that was uh, a little over. Overrated. Horseradish. Horseradish. That's one. I remember you you saying, Mike. Um, do you know how many babies have been born in the history of time? <laughs> like, there's a lot. There's he a lot. also said that to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. So I just I'm interested if now that Sophia is what like two two and a half months old, three months. Yeah, coming up on three. Three. Okay, three months old. Um, if you stand by that, three months. That's a pretty good. Uh, I'd say litmus test a good 90 days of being a dad do you stand by that that is it is overrated underrated properly well, rich? Well, a couple questions there right yeah, is, I know. is it is it hard or is it easy um i don't know like you don't you don't have to sleep a lot right and like you can just kind of go into it and you got to expect that you're gonna get woken up every three or four hours and uh you're gonna have to walk around with the baby crying uh -huh. in your ear right and uh i don't know it's not that hard it's right? not that like, hard I don't know. We're not going to war in Verdun or something like that, right? Right. Like we're, you have a baby crying in your ear for a little while. You're not, you're not putting together a complex puzzle like no, with like, a, this, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, like it's it's is it at time annoying? You're sleep deprived. Brenda's been phenomenal. I sleep in a separate room um, mm -hmm. and get up early and do the first thing. And she does the other one. So we kind of divide and conquer. So she's been a great partner. She's made it easy. Um, it hasn't it hasn't been that hard, right? Like it's not easy, but it's not like. Impossible. Yeah, you're come on, you're a little sleep deprived. Yeah. So, so you sort of you're sticking by your statement. Though. I'm sticking by that one. Yeah. Um, is it changing though? Yeah, no, it changes. It changes things a bunch, right? Like in terms of time and like what the biggest surprise to me is how scarce time becomes, right? Like uh, even stepping out for two hours to do this or whatever the case may be. It's right. Like, you know, it, it's it's again, it's a team effort, and you know, you start taking time away. Before it was like you're taking just time away from you two being together, but now it's like you're taking time away from supporting uh, your, your partner in something. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so there's, you know, there's a little bit more implications around that. So that's probably the most, the most, uh, challenging part about it all. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. And it definitely does change your priorities as well. So like the idea now going out, like the first couple of weeks I went out on like Friday, Saturday, I got fucked up and, uh, fuck those mornings were hard. <laughs> yeah. Hung over <laughs> like, with the baby. Hung over morning babies. Oh, it's like not sleeping, right? Like yeah. it's, it's a fucking punch in the gut. That's a world of hell. And so you do that like a few times and you learn. And like Brenda would wake me the fuck up to be like, uh, it's your hey, turn. Man. That's cool, man. Yeah. Have a good time tonight. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. got really drunk. I hope you enjoyed it. You're going to, you're going to feel it tomorrow. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, it doesn't take many of those until you're like, yeah, no shit. Maybe I'm going to take off at like 10 PM. At 11 p.m. after the draft night's over instead right. of going out till 3 o'clock in the morning. Or whatever, right, right, right. You start to do, pick yeah. and choose your battles a little bit. Yeah, that you prioritize sense. things a little bit differently. So Makes sense. Anyways, though, but it's been awesome. And um, 
I think in looking around the league, there's probably I'm probably looking at two of the only guys left that haven't had a baby yet. Oh, right. So really? so we've what got no, you guys and Mammon. Uh, oh yeah, and Doof. And Doof. Doof. DB. DB. Uh, oh, actually, Cam. This Cam. Smalls. <laughs> I don't think so. Smalls, no. <laughs> All right, so Hockley's got a baby. <laughs> so other than those nine guys, most of the franchises <laughs> have a baby. I don't know. Well, uh, anyway, so when are you guys going to have babies? Well, I, I know that's your thing. You're always, you're you're trying to get everyone else to, to have babies, so to be on the same. Yeah, page. like you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know what group, you're doing. Group suicide, right? <laughs> <laughs> I jump, you jump. <laughs> Misery loves company. Um, yeah, I don't know. In due time, not in a big rush. No, I'll tell you this though. It is cool having like a lot of friends that have babies around the same age. Yeah, it was pretty cool at the Pokemon on Saturday. Yeah, what what day was that? But yeah, you just develop you develop develop connections around different things. And the biggest difference is you can't get fucked up at midnight anymore. So you get fucked up at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Ah. And so like the whole entire schedule kind of shifts around. Just shifts. And so, anyways, having you guys part of the three o'clock fucked up club. Oh, (laughs) okay. I got you. I got you. Uh, well, I'm always I'm always down for a three o'clock. Call. Actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, <laughs> twist my rubber arm. Um, yeah, uh, and then Cody, you uh, you got married. Sorry, I sort of skipped. I I asked about your honeymoon, but uh, uh, your wedding was awesome. Um, Dave was in the wedding as well. Uh, I thought that was very uh, very nice having your co GM be part of your uh, wedding party. No brainer. No brainer. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, uh, and. Any sort of highlights? I really enjoyed myself. Any highlights from you from from your wedding or, or or Dave? You can pipe in too. You were there. Yeah, the it was interesting because a, a few people had told me going into it that you know it's um, it's a blur. Like it, yeah. everything happened so fast, and just to, like to try to try to take a step back at some point and just enjoy it. Right. And and looking back, I wish I would have kind of taken that advice more seriously because. I think we had brunch at like we met for like brunch or something at nine in the morning and had like some Caesars and some food and then got our suits on and then the photographer came over and then like all of a sudden like you know the night's over and we're heading home so it was a bit of a blur. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the highlights. Um, Sitting back and listening to the speeches was kind of fun. I really liked uh, Dave had a really good speech. Yeah, uh, but I also really liked Tara's dad's speech. Oh, yeah. oh yes, the dad's speech. He, he's in for 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 those that don't know him, uh, an an older Irish yes. ge, uh, ge, uh, gentleman. So he has that thick Irish accent. Yeah, and he swore a lot. Oh yeah, he, he was took, t- he, he took his, the edge off right away. His first line was, "I was told not to swear." So here's my fucking speech, or something. Or here we fucking go. Yeah. yeah, it was something like that. It was it was phenomenal. Yeah, like for a father of the bride speech, like it was my favorite one I've ever heard. Oh well, that, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, and and I have passed that message along to Tara. Oh yeah, because uh, he uh, he got in trouble. He got in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> his wife, Tara, my wife's. Uh, Tara's mom yeah. was uh, not happy with his speech, oh, well, to say the least. He t- went up there without his glasses and uh-huh. then, uh, couldn't read, and he winged it. And he winged but it. <laughs> it, was, it was good because everyone everyone said it was amazing. Everyone enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. So, it's, you know what? To each their own. She, yeah. yeah, just because she did, it didn't go to plan, right? But, um, yeah. Uh, okay, and last, uh, and last sort of uh, life question. The world wants to know, Dave. 
and I don't get to ask this question very often. How's your dick? <laughs> it, it is it is phenomenal right now. I, I am like I. It's really like I'm shooting darts right now. Oh, really, I feel great. Good. So funny story about my dick. Yeah. yeah. Okay, please. So I was out at the weekend uh, at the Harvest House on Friday with a bunch of colleagues. And uh-huh. My colleague's wife came up to me and she was like, um, "So how? Like, Chad told me about your surgery. How did the surgery go? And it's super loud in there, right? So I can barely hear. I'm like, "What? What?" She like repeats it, and I'm like. Oh, the surgery. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised that Chad told you that I had my penis surgery, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Surgery went well. Surgery went well. Uh, and then she follows up with, um, how's your ejaculation? And I don't know her that well, right? So I was a little bit surprised that she yeah. went with, how's your ejaculation? Uh-huh. But I figured... It sort of fits with the yeah, I'm questioning. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'll roll with this, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah it's sort of a medical question. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it, like, it, it would be like if I had a broken leg and then my leg got fixed, someone said, like, how's your walking? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah. and so I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, good question. Yeah, ejaculation's great. Yeah, no, I'm shooting, <laughs> shooting lots. Good, good recovery, right? Yeah. And Brenda's there and Brenda just turns and looks at me and goes, what the fuck, Dave? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, what? She's like, she asked me what my ejaculation. She's like, no, she asked you, how's Chad doing? Oh. <laughs> my ejaculation. How's Chad doing? Oh, my ejaculation's great. Yeah, so yeah. Went, how's There's your surgery more semen than normal. How's but... my husband Chad doing, right? Yeah, yeah anyways. So, oh, that is awesome. Anyway, so that was, that was fucking awkward. Oh, and then God. she tried to help it make it nicer. She's like, yeah, no, sometimes when I order Starbucks and I say Chad, they put down Jack. She tried to save you. <laughs> she tried to save me. And Brenda was just like shaking her head looking at me. And I was like, fuck my life. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm glad to hear that it's doing well. Um, what do you guys think? We'll step into... Uh, Last week's top performers. I got one other question before we leave. Okay, all right. Uh, some of our half our half of our listening audience. Yep. Um, plays on the degenerates. Oh, okay. Yep. Half dozen. Mm-hmm. Um, update on the hockey team, Mike. How do you uh, how do you feel about uh, the degenerates? Oh, the degens. Uh, yeah, the degens uh, ice hockey this year. Uh, so far, I'm quite happy with the uh, with the results from the team so yeah. far. Uh, I think we're quite solid. We had a couple of great additions to the team. Yeah. Uh, Braden's a really good hockey player, um, and uh, it's great to have Bowie on the team as well. He he is a true Richmond D-Gen. I coached him in the past, and he's a yeah. great guy in the room and, uh, and a great hockey player as well. So, uh, yeah, I've... I've and how do you feel about? I've uh, only played a couple well, games. So some exciting news too. I've only Potentially played... Potentially squashy coming back oh, yeah. to the yeah. roster That's in right. another... And then potentially Four weeks. Yes. So add, so adding squashy will, will be massive. And then potentially do for the playoffs. Yep. That's and right. I think at that point, what is that? Eight out of the twelve franchises will have representation. Wait a second. On... What about Burke? Yeah. What about Burke? What about Burke? We've been trying to get him out for years. What's going on with Burke? It's his temper. <laughs> <laughs> the ang- Burke, the angry Turk. Yeah, he can't control the temper of that. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm so happy to. Have- Nielsen and, and Dufa, like, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. But, like, this, like, this dangling Karen in front of me for the past, like, two seasons has a, been Burke. A Burke potentially playing. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe it's too What's far it? from Richmond. Who knows? Maybe he's not allowed out. 
Can you think of a, a better guy in the room than Burke? No, I can't. Yeah. He's well, got to make it. We've said it every season. Okay, we got to get uh, Burke out there. Also, who Clarky was a pretty good little hockey player back in the day. Can you imagine getting him out Clarkie there? Clarky played hockey? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He wore number 37 because Yarko Rutu was his favorite player. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Well, I played, I played, I went out for drop and watched with Clarky, and he was trying to level guys at the Richmond Ice Center. <laughs> he was skating around looking for hits and dropping off. He skates a little hunched over, but like he's like just hunting for, for hits um but yeah i'm happy with the team um okay well let's move into the three stars here this kid kid is a fucking stud kid's a fucking beauty fucking look at this kid fucking love this kid kid lights lamp hashtag lamp light easily lamp don't give him too much space buddy he'll dangle he'll dangle all the fucking way to outer space all right uh what do you guys want to start with goalies defensemen or forwards uh let's start with goalies all right the third best goalie from last week Belong to Chef Boy or KD? Do you guys have any guesses? Um, uh, Smith. Mike Smith is correct. Except, get this one. From the stats that I pulled, zero wins, 0.97 uh, goals against that. Or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, well, no, that kept, oh yeah, point, or 0.97 goals against average, 965 save percentage, and one shutout. Wow. How, how do you get a shutout and not a win? Shootout? You lose it to Winnipeg in shootouts on Sunday. If you if you lose shootout, do you get the win? Do you get the shutout? I that's, guess you do. That's what I'm thinking. I get that's must I think that might be new. I figure we should know that by this point. We should know it by now. Fitness. No, I, I don't think it used to be that way. I don't think it did. So maybe now they credit goalies for getting a shutout if they it kind of makes sense it though. It totally makes sense. Because yeah. the three on threes are if you don't let in a goal in a three-on-three, three, it's like a it's like this. That's probably harder to do than a whole period. Yeah. Well, we just watched the uh, Toronto game. Yeah. Where and Anderson was fucking three breakaways and a penalty. We had a breakaway and then another breakaway. Less than another breakaway and then a penalty shot yeah, in two it was, minutes. It was less than two minutes. There's more chances than the whole game combined in two minutes. Okay, second best goalie from last week. Hang on, really quickly around oh, Utah's goaltending as well. Uh huh. Remember the Riddish trade? He got a lot of beef around he that. He did. For trading around a second uh, draft pick. Mm-hmm. A second round draft pick for him. And, uh, yeah. I think He's doing well. Fuck, man. Dude, yep. his goaltending. Him with that Edmonton at Alberta connection. When he moves back to Vancouver, he's he's fucking. He, this is his... This is his one window at a championship. Right. Given his connection to the real deal, Neil, uh-huh. McDavid, oh. he had Cassian earlier on. He's got both the Alberta goalies going. You know he's listening to Alberta talk radio all day. And if <laughs> oh, Alberta doesn't time. if Alberta doesn't make that it, in country music. Yeah, if Alberta doesn't make it big this year, um, he's fucked. But anyways, I wanted to highlight that that Riddich as well, because between Smith and Riddich, I think two underdogs that Dufa picked up that have both uh, worked out really well for him. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, okay. Yeah, second best goalie from last week belonged. You played against him, Gimme Mantha, Smoles and um, Smoles and Park. You know what's funny? I who is it? I couldn't even tell you who it was because after my our Monday at four o'clock performance, I zoned out on goaltending for the rest of the week. Wow. Well, that well then let me tell you, it was Mackenzie Blackwood, their first overall pick. He had two wins, uh, two goals against. Uh, all, on the whole week for a for a 1.0 GAA, 9.64 save percentage, and one shutout. The best goalie from last week belonged to Graham, Mr. Carter Hutton. Ooh. Uh, 
Two, he had two starts. Two shutouts. Two shutouts. Yeah. So not too bad. And not he was the bad. third star of the week in the NHL as well. Well, oh. well, well. there you go. Um, yeah, and that was one of my favorite So, you know what surprised me about picks. that was uh, they haven't started him back-to-back despite those two shutouts. Is that right? So, they're really dedicated to their uh, goaltending flipping program. To their uh, resting. Well, they're just, they're rotating. They're like, we're going to rotate one every game. It doesn't and matter. And so, like, you get a shutout, you don't get to play the next game. Huh. You get a shutout, and you still didn't play the next game. Wow. Well, then maybe it's working. Yeah. Well, well I think, and I think J.E. picked up the other uh, Buffalo goalie. Is it Allmark? Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So, um, all right. Let's move on to defensemen. The third best defenseman from last week belonged to you guys. Who is it? The third best defenseman? Uh, Any guesses? Car? Nope. No, it was Your... Adler. Alex Adler. Oh, yeah. That was, it. that was a pickup. Yeah. Pickup. He had one goal, three assists, four points, six pims, a game winner, and 12 shots on net. Woo! Who did Vancouver play in that, in that when they all, like, Lit up the score sheet. That was the game when we we, really? pl- we played the, the Degenerates. 8-2 Kings. Kings. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's when yeah. Jakey Miller hit three goals in that. That was his three goals for the week were in that game. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's in a, yeah, that was a big game for the Kings. That was a good pickup. And we were only able to pick up Edler because uh, Markstrom, uh, Markstrom was on the IR. Well, Markstrom uh, dropped the IR, freed up an IR spot for us. So, so that, in retrospect, to... could be... Uh, a great move for the season for us. So you wanted to add a, a, a you lose one Canuck, you had to bring on another one Boom. to your team. Well, yeah. and someone who knew JY. Yeah, yeah we called right. JY. Yeah, say, yeah, hey, like, Marky's JY. down. Who else yeah, you got? Yeah. What other friends do you have that are on the waiver <laughs> wire? Um, all right, uh, the second best defenseman belonged to Degeneration Svetch, Morgan Dookie. Riley. Oh, oh, okay. Morgan Riley. We were just talking about him. Uh, two goals, four assists, six points, six pims, game winner, and thirteen shots on net. And the best defenseman of, of last week, we talked about him a little bit, Chef Boyer KD, Mr. John Carlson. He is leaves, he, is he, he leading the league in points? The whole fucking league. I think he has 18 points on the year. Holy shit. Yeah, that's insane. Um, John Carlson, one goal, seven assists, eight points last week, two power play points, and a game winner. That Washington power play is deadly. 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 Um, moving to forwards. Um, third best forward from last week. These are sort of weird. Belong to Stack and Chips, Jakob Silverberg. Really? Three goals, two assists, five points, a plus eight, and a plus eight, and gain and a game winner. Um, the second best. Quickly on that, those, yeah, sure. those Ducks have been really overachieving. Yes. They've been hot out of the gates. And how do you get plus eight? I don't know. Do you not score any power play? Like, what did you say? He had five points and a plus eight? Five points and a plus so eight. So basically, they've scored zero power play points. How many? Did you say how many power play well, points? Well, I, I didn't write it down. Anyways. But, but yeah, he might add one or two on the power play. I just wrote down the significant ones. Anyways, yeah, they're doing well. I, I, but I feel, like, I feel like that can't last there. No. Well, the second best forward from last week, speak, speaking of exactly what you just said, from Hans Grubauer. Nice diehard reference, Simon. I like that. Uh, is Adam Henrique on really? the Ducks, who's moved into line one, taking over from Getzlaf. Uh He had four goals, one assist, five points, a plus eight, um, six pims, and ten shots on net. Wow. So the Ducks. I don't uh, think Adam Henrique has ever cracked the top three in our fantasy. Uh, been top performer? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I don't think so. Yeah. No. He's, been, he's, he's lucky to be on. He's like waiver trash. Yeah. Lucky to be on teams. Yeah. 
So now... Did you no, draft him? No. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look up, uh, look that up. Anyways, yeah. Good job, Simon. But the best forward from last week... It's your boy. It's my boy. Um, yeah, Cody knows all, all about the pasta from Italy. But uh, and, and I'm sure Corey and Tony know all about the pasta that they had to eat oh, last yeah. week. Seven goals, two assists, nine points, plus one, six power play points. A game winner and 11 shots on net. When, and David Pasternak, the best player from, oh. from, from last week. So is that what happened? That's what happened. The, the, the lion ate the pasta and went to sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ate too much pasta and went to sleep. Yeah, pasta put him to sleep. I like it. All right. Um, we're going to wrap up here. I'd like to thank... Both you guys, Cody and Dave. Really quickly before oh, sure. we wrap, Mike. Okay. You know who you're playing next week? Uh, yes, I'm playing. You're looking at it. Oh, the week after. Oh yeah, head, head to week. head with you guys. Oh yeah, week four. We're talking week four already. Any wager to, to Ooh, we can put on it? I we, love it. We can do it right now. I don't know. We can do fifty. We can do fifty bone. No. Fifty bone good. seems too easy. Yeah. What well, can we do? Well, it's, yeah. I don't want to take too much time for our listening audience. Yeah, I know. <laughs> why don't we do 50 this bone? Is, this is a great pod right now while yeah. we decide what our bet is. Well, why don't we do 50 okay. bone? Fi- okay, 50 bone, and then if not, we'll decide something better. All right. Okay, there you go. 50 bone in the books. All right. But, uh, yeah, you guys are playing. Um, we got G-Ram this week, and he just got, took that injury. So you got we're G-Ram feeling, this we're week. Very good. G-Ram, we're open for a $50 wager with you as well if you'd like to uh, donate to charity. And I'm coming at... Uh, I'm coming at Derek and, and Burke. Uh, the, Svetch. Yeah. Too easy. D-Generation Svetch. Hopefully we'll, I, I can take them down. So uh, I'd like to thank both you guys uh, for taking time out of your evening to come to, uh, to, to record the pod on the Degenerated Podcast. Um, and until next time. We, we out! out!